And we are back, man. Another episode of the War Report radio series, man. I'm here with Ryan D. of yo, All yo, Love yo, Skateboards. Yo, yo. What's up, man? man? What's good, cuz? Ain't shit, man. I'm out here in Los Angeles. We, I'm flying out tonight, so yeah. we had to get this podcast in for All Love and, and Ryan D. Because it's been about five years since we... Me, because they made Najee just kind of dropped you off out here and you decided to stay. Yeah, so, and this is years. my, this is like my first, right. one of my first podcast interviews this year. Wow. Surprisingly, you know what I mean? Like, it's an I, honor. It's an honor. Yeah, man. I, I Honestly, bro, I, I take a lot of time off sometimes from podcasting and just get my mind right, get my money right. And, uh, mm-hmm. we all do. Yeah, man. So now it's like a life. It's like a lifestyle podcast brand. It's what we've kind of evolved into at the Warport. We dropped the mixtape. How'd you right. feel about the mixtape, man? That was fire, man. I, I listened to it, man, and I was like, I, I honestly thought there were a bunch of like you know up and coming uh, uh, underground artists. But when you had told me it was a bunch of your partners that mm-hmm. uh, that made that, I was really surprised and impressed. So hey, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all boys killed that. That was that was actually pretty lit. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the background on that is I haven't really even discussed that anywhere. Thanks for bringing that up. But yeah, it wasn't just like a mix I put together. Like anybody could just do, go and do a mix. You know, we had our own home studio uh, in College Park, Georgia. Yeah. And uh, like some of the homies just came through and laid some great tracks down. Yeah. I was the only nigga that had access to the tracks. Yeah. Only nigga with a platform. They're like, yo, we. Want- we want to do War Report exclusive, you know? Yeah, And word. I just kind of lucked up into the opportunity. But let's talk about you, man, because I haven't been podcasting in a minute, man. What's going on? You know, because I, I came out to L.A. to check out my people, man. So yeah, man. speak on what you got going on and what like what what happened ever since, you know, because uh, you've been on the War Report before, but yeah. since we dropped you off, you know, um, in what? L.A. and you yeah. moved out here, like, just speak on, you know, what, what, what you've been up to. Uh, well, shit, man. Five years ago, man. It's been five years, you know, since I've been on the War Report. Last time I was on this thing, we was in uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey. Shout at, the Pop. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Pop. But, uh, yeah, we was at the house, man, and we was just talking about a lot of stuff, you know, skating and, you know, just what you want to do, what we want to do with our futures and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, since I since I came out here, man, we, we just to update you all, five years ago, me, him, and a couple of our friends all came out here on the vacation. We stayed for a week. And um, when that week was up, I just decided, you know, fuck it. I'm going to just stay out here and see what happens, man. And uh, it's been five years now since I did that. And, you know, absolutely changed my life, my perspective on life, on everything, man. So I recommend anybody out there who, you know, got a little idea or something, you know, you want to chase it, but you kind of afraid to jump out there, man, go do it, man. I'm a perfect example of you know just chasing your dreams and you know it'll fall into place for you if you really got a good heart and you really want to do it you know but um uh you know i've been out here five years been working work with dogs you know i'm a a pretty much a dog handler trainer groomer socializer everything i do everything with dogs and uh just been chasing a a career in skating man you know and uh made it made it pretty far you know got some accomplishments got some big things under my belt that mm-hmm. i've accomplished that i'm really yeah, proud of yeah some major things you know what i'm saying yeah some so. major things we'll get into that right now so one of the <laughs> major things that i thought you know was special as far as you know coming out here and you because you were you were young you were pretty young still you know when you uh moved out here like 24 25 or something like that right and that definitely inspired me to, to move out of my hometown Word. um but one of the things i was i would speak on with you is not only was like the first the the first tape that the first little mixtape, three minute tape that they had of you, yeah, stupid fire. Appreciate that. Stupid I, fire. I appreciate so that. We can start there, but I really wanted to talk about the foundation, bro, and and how you give back because word. that was a route that you know not a lot of people decide to take. Yeah, word, man. Yeah, and uh, talking about all the skateboards, and as you can see, we both rocking the tees right now. Basically, uh, this foundation is a foundation. Me and a couple of my homies and. You know, well, me and just a few of my friends just started up. Basically, what it is, it's just a foundation that goes to neighborhoods and communities out here that are underprivileged. And we throw events that give away free skateboards, shoes, clothes, everything under the sun when it comes to skateboarding. Uh, you know, away for free to these kids in these communities that, you know, just need it, man. So, you know, last year during COVID, um, I pretty much, you know, was just buying a bunch of shoes, a bunch of, you know, complete skateboards and everything like that and i was going to these uh skate parks and communities all around south central la 
and um, you know just having these events and just stoking out the communities just getting the kids excited giving them tons of free stuff man check out the uh, the Instagram all love skateboards at all love skateboards you can see a ton of photos and we got videos and you know everything you need to see to understand what we're about um, but yeah man it's, it's been a, a truly an amazing thing to do to give back and just, uh, I got a question for you. Yeah. As far as getting all of the um like the the, the shoes and the skateboards and giving yeah. away prizes and stuff. Yeah. Like break that down. Is that like you just putting up your own bread and and you know doing your best to give back and with a little bit of flip involved or is it like I don't know your plans is to like go straight foundation like yeah. to get the right paperwork. So yeah. speak on that. Like how do you how were you um able to do that um and pull that off? Well, uh, in the beginning, I just took a fat lump sum of my own money and I just started it off. You know, I'm pretty sure that's how every entrepreneur has to do it or, you know, get you get some type of investor. But for me personally, uh, I just used a, a fat chunk of my own money and I just went and bought everything I needed that I thought in my head to make an event, you know, and I had an idea in my head of what I thought an event, uh, an all love event was going to look like. Uh, I had pretty much a blueprint, so I pretty much just went and took all the money that i you know i made and i saved and i just went and bought everything and i started promoting it and then once i started promoting it people started getting behind it and then i started thinking of ideas to you know get you know raise more money so that's where the shirts came in and i would make these shirts and i would sell them and then i started making sweaters and everything like that so the initial investment led to you know me creating something that people were excited about and once i realized that there was an excitement for it I was like, all right, well, let me let me create something where people can get a piece of that. And then when you give me when you get a piece of that, you know, you donating something to me, to us, to our love. That's going to go to a kid. You know, a, a small little donation really does a lot because I hear these shoes and these skateboards and all that stuff like that. Everything is really cheap. Mm -hmm. I know where to go to get everything made out here. So, um, you know, it's, it's that's pretty much how I was doing it. I was just I took my money and then I started it and then I eventually started making it to where I was making money from my merchandise mm -hmm. and i was making enough money through that to just continue making more stuff and buying more gear and uh having more events and that's yeah. pretty much how i was doing. yeah break down you know like a little bit before that though you know how you crossed over from you know being like a underground like street king of like your park or you know just los angeles yeah. allure you know what i mean yeah. because i never forget you know i came out here to visit and i'm not sure if we we discussed this ever on the podcast before but we were in hollywood and this dude's like yo that's ryan d uh, that was a minute ago. that was a minute ago that, that was one of the homies i'm not i'm not really sure who it was i can't remember that was so long ago but definitely you know what you're talking about but yeah so how did it cross over from being yo that's that dude that's that dude that's that new dude in town from houston yeah. to you linking up to getting your first like what was the first big thing for you from being a guy that moved out of his hometown in houston to los angeles that was like all right well damn i'm kind of doing this um well uh let's see maybe it was like the first time you started dealing with bay street or yeah definitely yeah when, uh, speak about that I, uh so bay street boys this is you know one of the t's right here shout out bay street boys man love you guys man but um basically when i got out here uh, I was skating at Stoner Skate Park all the time, and uh, I had. Why? Why'd you choose that skate park? That was just a local skate park. It was just down the street from the house. It wasn't no specific reason or anything like okay. that. Okay. That was the closest park, but um, you know, when you when you skate, you break your boards and all your stuff. So you gotta obviously go to a skate shop to get more stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I used to go over there. There was a few other shops that I, you know, I tried out a couple times, went once or twice, but. You know, Bay Street just had something that was different, man. They had, you know, the gear, obviously, but they just had more of a family-oriented vibe in there. You know, it was just more accepting. And one of the day, one day, somebody's like, "Yo," or what? What happened? Well, kind of make that connection. Base. Uh, well, when, when I got on the shot was when they dropped Bay Street One video. Um, Sante Bentivoglio had told me, "Yoko, yo, come to the to the premiere. It's gonna be at the shop." Uh -huh. And then when I got there, uh, I remember after the video, we was in the back of the shop. 
and he was like, yo, would you be down to ride for us? And I was like, hell yeah, man. You know, that was something that I was definitely, you know, always aspiring to, to you know, acquire one yeah. day, you know, having somebody, you know, just back me up. But it turned out to be more than just a sponsorship or whatever, man. That, them, my, them my real friends, them my real family, man, they they looked out for me, uh, you know, all five years I've been out here. They've, they've pretty much known me and looked after me and, mm-hmm. you know, them my, them my boys, man. No, 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 uh, nothing bad to say about them. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so you're doing your thing at Stoner Park, and yeah. now you got Bay Street as the fam, you know, that's that's you know, putting putting some good energy and some good support behind you, yeah, for sure. All right, now, then what, you know, because then you got like a trucking deal or no, a truck, w- truck how, sponsor, yeah, a truck spot. Like, how does it work? So, like, Bay Street pretty much. Was like, yo, we're gonna give you free boards. Like, Ryan, well, no, see, how's no, it work? It doesn't work like that necessarily. So when you get a shop sponsor, you know, you you can get free stuff every now and then. But like, you know, you just get the hookup. You know, I mean, that's for my situation, Bay Street situation. I'm not, I can't speak for every shop out there. But you know, we just get, you know, the low. We get the low on all the stuff in there. You know, okay. We get wholesale price basically. Um, but uh, yeah. So how does it transfer into? All right, now I'm doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, I guess during this period is when you're putting together most of your, like, footage for oh, yeah. that first that first video. Yeah, that so, dropped. yeah, and that, and that time, uh, you know, when I first got in the shop is when we started filming for a second video. Maybe, like, a few months after that, they started going out and filming for a second video. So we worked about two, three years on that. And go check that out. That's on YouTube. It's uh, the Bay Street 2 video. You know, just type in Bay Street Boys. It'll come up. You'll probably see a little... Uh, you know, thumbnail of me with short dreads, so you know, check that out. Uh, but yeah, from there, um, you know, I we dropped that video, and then you know, I just continued skating. And you know, I met a, a bunch of different people out here, and you know, never really met anything anybody where I got on any big companies like that. But uh, another big opportunity, uh, excuse me, opportunity that I had got was. One day uh, with Bay Street Boards, we had went to this place out here called The Barracks. I'm pretty sure some people are familiar with it, but it's pretty much just a skate park out here that's, you know, well known. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of pros have come in and out of there. And, you know, it's just a very Done well- thing. Yeah. 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 It's a very well known. It's like, you know, uh, I'm not going to say. It's like Rucker Park. Or for yeah. Skating. Yeah. It's like the Rucker Park. You know, if you're going to, you know, do something for the, you know, the streets or whatever, you're going to come in. It's not the real deal. It's not the streets, but it's the next thing close to it you know yeah. it's not the nba but you know you you right there so exactly you know but uh so shout out to the bears shout out to the bears man all right we're back man we had to take a quick uh break that break was sponsored by howler Rays, Rays, baby uh, shout out to one of the best fried chicken sandwiches shout known out Howlin', Howlin to Rays, usa man. but we shout were talking jose you know what i'm saying yeah shout out to them we were just talking about the barracks man and uh how you kind of got to that level yeah um so break down that day of the barracks and uh the trick and how you guys can find it online and break down all of that stuff all right for sure man so uh yeah uh jumping back into where, where we left off basically uh like i was saying uh sante's Bay Street Boards, his owner, his cousin had a little thing he was doing. He was shooting a music video for uh, Doja Cat at the Barracks, and they needed extra, so they invited us. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I, when we went there, none of us were really all worried about the, uh, you know, the music video or anything. Honestly, or Doja Cat, we were just trying to skate the Barracks. That was probably like my second or third time there, so I was just, you know, I was just really hyped to be there. And um, there was a trick that I had in mind before I went there, and it was. Uh, basically a fakey front crook on this outlet that they have there i know a lot of people don't know what a fakey front crook he probably like he's speaking spanish right now but um you know it's it's just a trick you know basically where you grind on the ledge and then the ledge goes off of this 10 stair you know staircase so it's like a six foot drop you know nobody really likes to skate it because it's pretty dangerous so you know that's right up my alley so I, I had an idea that i could do this this fakie front crook on this outledge when i got there mm-hmm. and uh you know when i got there i started trying it and well you know first i skated around and everything i didn't just just get there and just start doing it but yeah. you know i skated around and built my confidence up and eventually you know i just started going for it and as i was i was going for it uh this dude uh, started like you know filming me on his phone this guy you know i didn't know who he was he was a random guy and um you know i ended up landing the trick 
And then, you know, he ended up telling me, like, yo, man, you know, I work for the barracks. I'm going to put this on the Instagram. And, you know, it was just my first, like, breakthrough moment where, you know, I was just noticed by somebody. Um, yeah. You know, so. So, so, so just to. Cause, cause, yeah, I didn't even know that 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 side of the story. So, yeah. pretty much, you were just in there and just decided to go dummy, just kind of seize the moment a little bit, seize yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. And you didn't even peep that it was gonna be on their YouTube or Instagram or anything. Or what, new or- I mean, once he told me that uh, he worked for the barracks, there's a guy named Tim. Mm-hmm. Shout out Tim, man. Appreciate you, bro. Um, but yeah, he, he was just like, yo, I work for the barracks. I'm gonna put this on the Instagram. So, you know, like I said, that was my first time being recognized by like, you know, anybody like that mm-hmm. on that level. Uh, and you know, they just put it on their Instagram. It was, it was just a story. It wasn't a post or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, once I did that, it was like, I kind of, you know, made a little, little, little splash in the, in the water at the barracks and people just kind of was like, because it was an MBD meaning never been done. Uh, nobody had ever done that before so like that kind of gave me a name in there so i was able to you know go back a little bit more freely mm-hmm. you know because before uh i never was able to just go there yeah so um you know it's not like i could just pull up but you know like i had a little bit of a face card at that point yeah so um you know because because in the video on youtube that made youtube yeah it was almost like you you did you tried to trick one day and then you had to come back the next day yeah so yeah is that not exactly how it happened yeah or? no it's, i'll get into that i'll get into that so uh or is that a different day different no, trip? It, it took two days it took two days and it was two very fucking hard fought days but um just just not to skip too far forward you know i'm gonna just go just continue where i was at but uh basically to kind of speed it up you know once i did that i uh one of the homies one night had hit me up my boy antonio uh antonio evans hit me up one night and was like yo bro you want to come through to the barracks you know and i was like for sure so i pulled up you know and uh got to skate with them and uh, i ended up seeing the guy tim again the guy mm-hmm. who f- filmed me on his phone and put me on the barracks the first time and he was like you know, hey man, you do you want to film some some shit? You know, and I was like, yeah, hell yeah. You know, he was like, all right, think of nine tricks around the park. You know that you that you want to get in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we'll film them. And I was like, all right, bet. You know, so I, you know, I'm thinking like, damn, I'm, I'm guessing this is like a banging, and that's like a little segment that they do for skaters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you know they just give you some shine. And I was like, all right, bet. So you know, I, I wrote down the tricks. You know, hit them up after about a week, and then went up over there to knock that out. Mm-hmm. Ended up fucking around and fucking breaking myself off in that bitch. Like, almost broke both my wrists and shit. It was so crazy, dog. Just trying to do some other shit, not even trying to do the trick that I was going there for. Yeah. But um, you know, uh, but uh, I missed the whole part of the story. But anyways, just. When uh, Tim asked me, you know, do I want to film some shit for the barracks? I was like, yeah. And then he, he, you know, he mentioned that fake you from Crook. And he was like, can you 180 out of it? And I was like, shit, man, I could I could flip out of it. You know, like that mm-hmm. means like kick flip out of it. So basically yeah. that's fake you from Crook flip out. Um, that's basically just, it's not that, it, well, most people love the trick. It's a, you know, people say it's a hard trick. To me, it's, you know, it's just a normal trick. But it once again had never been done before. Yeah. So, um you know what I'm saying? He asked me, you know, could I 180? I told him I could flip out. So he was like, all right, bet. We're going to get that. And, um, you know, so like I said, I got hurt when I went in there before I could even try that trick, the, the yeah. flip out. So months went by, man, and I, I, I really couldn't even skate that well because I was so broke off from that shit. I, like, hurt my wrist, my ass. It was really bad, man. It was really bad. I thought I, I'm lucky I didn't break nothing that day. Um, yeah. But um, so, so- that how did it go from that to what we see on youtube so basically months went by and okay. um you know a few like six months went by man because i was healing up from that shit that slam and um you know finally i had got back to feeling like myself yeah and uh he uh tim had just hit me up one day on instagram was just like yo what's up man you still in la and i was like yeah what's, what's the deal he was like you still want to get that you know that fake your front crook flip out i was like hell yeah and he was like, good. He was like, well, some, somebody claimed it already. And I'm thinking, like, why this guy hit me up just to tell me somebody already did it? Mm-hmm. And he, and then he takes me back right, be- right before I could even send anything. He's like, but I want you to do it first. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, so somebody's saying that they wanted to try it, 
but they haven't even done it yet. But I said I wanted to do it six months ago. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So shout out to Tim. That's love. Yeah. So shout. Yeah. Big shout out to Tim, man. Dude was looking out for me, man. So he was just like, you know, I want you to do it first because I already, I already stepped to the ledge. I already did it. Mm-hmm. You know. So he knew I had it in me. So, you know, um, basically he called. You know, he hit me up. We set up a day. I go in there, and so I went in there on the first day. Um and you know it was like after work or some shit like that. I remember going in there, going hard mm-hmm. for like three hours, bro. And that's where you see the first day in the video. I'm trying over and over, like the first day, maybe like a hundred tries, bro. Didn't land it though, bro. Ended up smashing my left big toe. Nail ended up coming off few few weeks later and shit. It was crazy, bro. But uh, I was I really just wanted it, so I didn't get it that first day. Left there, fucking beat the fuck up, threw up, fucking toe was black um just completely exhausted and beat up man yeah and you know i mean they they can't show you all that in the video but i mean i was really beat up like you could see it like in one of the ones i didn't even get up i was just tired as fuck and they just switched to day two um (laughs) but anyway so day two was actually like three days later and i was still beat the fuck up man like i could hardly walk but um, I knew that opportunity wasn't just going to, you know, it was there, like, for the moment, you know. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. something that was just going to last forever. So I was like, man, look, I got to suck up this pain, and I got to fucking do this shit. If I want to make anything in this industry, in this game or whatever, if yeah. I want to leave any type of mark, I'm going to have to fucking suck this pain up right now. So in day two, like, you can't see it, but, bro, I'm in so much fucking pain skating that ledge. But I was just like, fuck it, dog. Like, I'm like, I got to land this shit, like. I've already put so much work in to get to this point. Yeah. You know, like going all the way back to just jumping off the plane and not getting, you know, or just not going back home. You know, I'm yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah. I'm thinking about all of that. All that shit. You know what I'm saying? Everything. So So everything kinda yeah. kinda went into that moment right then and there. You kinda yeah. kinda had to change uh yeah. you know, claim your glory. So what what went into you actually landing the the thing? Because the video makes it seem like it was the board. You get a fresh board, boom. So, and, oh and yeah, you, I forgot and you, about. And you uh, and you uh, pretty much land the trick. So basically, I mean, all right. So like I said, first day I don't land it. Second day I go in there, and then it was maybe like an hour and a half. I was trying to before I actually did it, but so I'm trying it on my board, and I end up, as you can see in the video, I snap my board, and I'm I'm like fuck, cause that's a big deal, like on a big ledge and on a trick like that like i want to skate a board that i'm that's broken in that i'm used to and so all of a sudden i have to stop skating or i get cold you know my legs get cold i fucking have to set up a new board they give luckily tim gives me a new board mm-hmm. it's a berries canteen board i still have that board but uh, I set that shit up. I start skating. It com- feels completely different. I think I think I had like an anti-hero board, and then I snapped it. And they gave me a Barracks Canteen board, and I'm like, "Fuck, this shit doesn't even feel the same, yo." Like it was completely different shape. Uh, mm-hmm. But I- so that kind of. You felt like before you landed it, you was like, damn, this shit ain't looking good. Nah, I, I was like, I'm going to land it, but I just snapped my board. Like, and every skater's been there. Like, where you're, like, so focused and you, like, feel it. Like, you're going to land it, but all of a sudden you snap your shit and you're like, fuck, dog. And, like, that could be a momentum or a game changer right there. Mm-hmm. But luckily, Tim came with the board. Bam. He just was like, get back on it. I started warming back up. And before I knew it, I was just trying it again. And then all of a sudden, like, maybe... 10 more tries in I just boom I stuck the first one where I put my hand down and I was just like holy shit but you know I've been skating my whole life man so like when I put that hand down I was like bro I'm like come on dog like that's like you know Kobe going up for a shot and like he hit rim and he just wanted all net you feel me like you yeah. you just want all net you don't want no you don't want no backboard you or know? you getting sent to the free throw line or something yeah, like that you know what like, I'm saying? Yeah. like I I just was like nah bro I like I, that's where I said I want pure perfection you know what I'm saying I, want, yeah. I wanted that shit to be perfect so I landed it one time and then I went back up there maybe like two tries later I like did it perfect and, and that was it it was history that was another never been done they put that on the bricks uh, YouTube, that's up there forever. You know what I'm saying? So that you know that that's something special to me. It's it's not the craziest thing in the world. I mean, you know, I, realistically, but yeah. you know, for me, you know, just coming from Houston and like just chasing the dream to have something that's tangible, I can go look at that for pretty much as long as I live. You know, so yeah, you know, I I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm yeah. So that. one thing that you were talking about during your story that you know we got to talk about is the injuries kind of behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. 
um, that comes with being a professional skater. I'm so not, I'm not pro, but yeah. Yeah, man, I you're pro my shit. <laughs> yeah. But um, the thing about that is like people don't want know unless you speak on it. Yeah, for sure. So um, just the amount of times you like fall down from like doing a new trick or the potential injury you could do with any trick that you do. Yeah. You know what's like what's it like dealing with that like as a as a skater. Um, it, because like you saying you had a black toe and all the time, say you you do that trick a hundred times and miss a hundred times, mm-hmm. that mean that you bust your ass a hundred times? No, well, I mean, I'm luckily you know I've been skating so long that I know how to fall. I mean, there's some situations where you can't help it, but like I know how to like you know I'm agile, I'm athletic. I know how to just get, I know how to bail. I know how to yeah. get myself out of the situation. Um, but that you know, not everything. I can't do everything. But yeah, sometimes you just land funny on your feet. Sometimes yeah, you know, it's, it, it's just the just the constant battering of of your body, man. So yeah, I was beat up, man, and it's a lot of injuries that go, you know, or that come with with this this life, man. And uh, I've, I've broken my arm. I don't know if y'all can see that, but I have a fucking long ass. I not too long ago I had broke my arm, basically snapped this shit in half. It was a compound fracture. Bone came out of my arm. Shit was bleeding. And yeah, let's talk about that, man. Yeah, it was um, fucking crazy. What was uh, what was that about? Cause so now we're after the barracks move. Yeah. Uh, this is barracks is before all love or at like during or that was before. That was a minute before all love. That was a long time before all love. Yeah. So you didn't even even have a skate foundation or a brand that you were you were really repping other than you know. What, all right. So break it down. How do you go from the barracks to like yo? I think I'm ready now to just kind of have my own kind of brand in skateboarding and why'd you do your own brand? And then we'll get into the arm injury. All right, for sure. Um, Well, big reason I got into doing a nonprofit was, you know, uh, being out here, I got a lot of friends who are entrepreneurs, have businesses. So I, I see a lot of it. You know, a lot of my friends have businesses and things that they're doing, including you, you know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. that came, that was the inspiration. And then, um, you know, just basically being a skateboarder, um, you know, you're very uh, replaceable. You know, your career is not guaranteed. It's just like being a running back in football. You know, at any given moment, your career could be ended. So um, I just wanted to do something where, you know, for me, I could always be in skateboarding and doing something with skateboarding Mm -hmm. no matter what, you know, whether I'm skating or not, you know, because – you know, I'm going to get too old one day, you know, God willing, I live that long. But, uh, you know, when I do get too old, I still want to be able to be involved in the sport and just giving back and just, you know, giving the kids the opportunity to just get into skateboarding because it just really opens up your mind and uh, opens up opportunities for you um, no matter where now, you're from. Is, when we're talking about just the average skater, does the average skater, you know, kind of aspire to have their own brand that they rock? Like... Yeah, just the sure. average guy that that's in the park skating with you at Stoner Park. Well, how no. many of those guys are you know willing to go out on a limb and just kind of have their own brand? Would you think? Um, not a, not everybody. You know, it's uh out of ten people, I say maybe like three of them would want to do it. You know, a lot of people just want to get sponsored and you know get the big name brand sponsors and just be hooked up. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, uh, at, for me, my age, I know I'm. I'm 29, you know, so um, it's it's a lot harder for me to get into the industry right now as opposed to a 21-year-old or an 18-year-old who has guaranteed another 10, 15, 20 years in the game, mm-hmm. you know, whereas to me it's like I got a little bit, you know, I'm people going to look at me like, oh, you, you are already 30, which in 10 years you're going to be 40, how much more work you really want to put in. But, you know, nowadays there's a lot of guys skating till they real old, but, you know, um, mm-hmm. Just, Do you feel like it's a young man's game? It's a young man's game. It's anybody's game, you know, depending on your mind. But, you know, as far as, like, a big a big name brand sponsor, like, they're going to look at the younger kids before they look at, you know, somebody like me. But that's where I realized, like, all right, well, look, what, what can I offer that a young kid's not going to have or can't offer? And, you know, what? that's when I was like, let me take matters into my own hands and get – I, I can I can get recognized on the board, but like let me see if I can get recognized also off a of board, you know, mm-hmm. and see if that can also bring attention to what I'm doing, 
you know and what you represent yeah you know so that's that's where i kind of was like all right well you know i wanted to start a brand and i didn't necessarily have all love and everything the name and all that you know i I was brainstorming you know i was at bay street boards talking with them sante and golly and then they you know i was like i want to do this clothes brand or board brand and they were like nah bro it's like man it's too hard to compete with these companies nowadays they was like do something everybody don't want to do they was like a non-profit it was like you don't realize how much money people make off of that you're doing something positive Mm -hmm. you know so when they said that i was like yeah that'd be a good ass idea you know and i'm actually gonna be having fun yeah doing what i love giving doing giving some kids what you know introducing them to something i love Mm -hmm. so it was all organic it was all natural where'd Um, you come up with the name all love like so basically it's real simple man um i remember i was on instagram i can't remember who i was dming but somebody dm'd me and i was like yeah man thank you man or something like that and uh, I told him, or no, he said, uh, no worries, bro, it's all love. And I was like, damn, I was like, all love. I was like, that sounds like a dope brand name. Yeah, facts. And I was like, fuck. And I was like, so I Googled it, and I was like, is all love anything? And sure enough, it wasn't nothing. Nobody's ever used it for nothing. Or like, it was like a hair product, something. Somewhere. Some shit. Somewhere, yeah, some and I, shit. I was just like, whoa, like, damn, this is crazy. All love skateboards. And then you know love park you know so i was just like that's crazy that nobody's thought of something so simple like that yet and with me i was like well you know what that's something that i feel like that name i don't ever have to change it i don't ever have to do nothing it just yeah. it speaks for itself facts you know like i can go anywhere and just what is what's all love you know it's simple you know so um that's how i got the name once i got the name like i told my friends and you know people about the name and they were all down with it they were all like that's a sick name yeah so i I hurried up and you know made an instagram and uh got the the uh uh, what you call i registered with with the state and everything Mm -hmm. just to get the name clear so you know got the website and all that made but yeah the the name goes man i really love the name all love Mm -hmm. It's, it's exactly what i'm doing it's exact, it represents exactly yeah, what Yeah, speak do. about some of the support that you've got so far. Like, how do you feel people reacted to it? Because, you know, obviously, you know, you got that family support always. But how do you feel like the streets of L.A. and your local park and your local group of, uh, like, community that you got, that you already fuck with, kind of gravitated uh, towards the brand so far? Uh, it's been it's been well. It's been accepted really well, man. Um, the streets, as far as, like, the people out here, man, it's... Mm-hmm. It's, it's different, man. They, uh, you can see it in their faces when I'm in these communities and these skate parks, how they look up to you, man, and how they appreciate what we're doing for them. Um, you know, it's it's just it's something else, man. Uh, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on you, you can cut this out. What was the question one more time? The question, nah, the question was just like, you know, we talked about just how you came up with the name and then, you know, how do you feel about how, how the community oh, the street, has reacted? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My has bad. has has kind of come on and reacted to your brand. We don't got to cut it. It's cool. Oh my bad. Yeah, okay, but yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, man. A lot of a lot of smaller companies out here have reached out and come out to the events and donated stuff. I haven't even. I don't even ask for none of it, man. They just be showing up mm-hmm. and they just give me like tons of stuff, man. So we've had Power Parole to come out, Grind Kings, Blood in Blood Out Skateboards, um, Icon Movement, High Tech Truck Nut. Um, there's so many little brands and big brands that have you know contributed to what I'm doing, man. It's crazy, but so far I've given away you know a hundred uh, brand new pair of Vans, a hundred complete skateboards, probably four or five hundred all up T-shirts just like this one. Mm. You know, it's gotten to the point now where I went to a skate park one day and there was a kid I didn't even know had no idea who he was. He had on an all up shirt, you know what I mean? And you know that was crazy. That was my first time seeing somebody I didn't know have my stuff on. You know, and that 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 really that really hit home. I was like, damn, like that's that, what's up. Yeah, it was a good feeling, man. It was a great feeling. Um, so uh, I feel like the streets is, is accepting it well, man. I feel mm-hmm. like they people really getting behind it. Um, you know, since I've started it, I, I've definitely seen a lot of people kind of take what I'm doing and kind of you know make it into their own idea. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm definitely you know flattered by all of it, man. It's it's, it's 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 dope to see people you know taking from what I'm doing and kind of you know running with it and giving back. You know that's all what it's about in in you know in the At first place. The that's what's up, man. Yeah. So um, to speak about some of the parks and stuff that you've gone to, and like where where you 
pretty much doing the most damage at in the, like which communities so just which parks are you heavy at mostly mostly in the you know south central communities uh you know we go to neighborhoods that's underprivileged and you know that we know that ain't got it like that so we going out to the first event was at uh gilbert Lindsay skate park and that's uh that's in South Central. The second one was at Lincoln Skate Park. That's in East LA. Mm-hmm. Are you posting up or are you getting like city approval or are you just so so uh, during last year when we was doing the events we were just posting and popping up man we weren't even having no nothing like that city yeah. approval we just was running just kind of it. taking the streets back to your, in your own hands yeah we had to uh, though man cause got we, to like literally kids like couldn't get boards couldn't get shoes nobody could get anything. And, you know, I just I had all this this stuff that I've managed to come up on and figured out how to get. So I was like, man, let me I felt like Robin Hood or something. You know, I was yeah. like, man, I got it. I got all this stuff. Let me give it back. You know, so that's that's, uh, you know, that's kind of how that goes like that, you know. OK. All right. Well, let's. All right. So now you got the all love popping off and, you know, you like the local hero um, in the, the, the underground street king of Los Angeles. <laughs> Sitting right next to me, man, to my left right now. So, all right. So now, now it's like you're doing IG content and stuff like that. Like, what's it like keeping up and just trying to uh, always kind of like outdo your next trick? Because you know, me watching it from you know the East Coast or whatever the case may be. Ryan is just doing Ryan. You know, he's going dummy. Yeah. He's got new tricks out. Whatever yeah. the case may be, he's doing yeah. cool things. And then. The uh, trucking company hits you. Like, speak about some of your growth as you're kind of building in the community. Yeah. What's also going on, like, independently, like, as a skater? Like, because it's two separate, like, it's not two separate lanes. It's the same lane, but yeah, yeah, it's almost like your skater career is one thing. And then all love is just like the the, the icing on the cake that kind of makes everything go, go with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So what was going on during your, like, pro, like, career at that time like you know what i mean like just just trying to get bigger for everybody out there i'm not a pro and keep calling this guy's a pro skater man Um, this dude is the first skater signed to yeezy i'm really not but anyways man what was the question one more time man like like i'm saying what was going on during that time that you know okay so you got the you got the foundation stuff popping off like once i was how was your name buzzing in the streets like what was going on uh, so at that point, you know, um, I had an event and I was just hungry, man. Like I still was skating hard as hell. So I and I was just skating just for fun. Just you know, I I wanted to make it still, but I I was still very focused on all love. Um, but I was just I was still very hungry. And um, right before I got all love really popping and had my first event, I had a little company called Destructo Trucks reach reach out to me. And uh, they wanted me to, you know, uh, well, they wanted to sponsor me and give me, you know, trucks. And basically, you know, it's my first real sponsorship or anything like that. It's a mm-hmm. small company, but it was my first time getting, you know, free shit from a company. So that was real cool, man. And uh, it was a great opportunity to, you know, see what it's like to be in the industry. And, you know, the the expectations and what you, you know, what they expect you to do or what's expected of you and you know how going out and skating these spots and it's it's real sick man it's real fun but uh you know you just want to make sure you you get intertwined with the right people who have your best interest in mind you're not just getting into a situation where somebody's just trying to get their job done um because that can ultimately lead to uh, you as a skater's demise man you know so your skating is your craft so uh don't ever let anybody rush you or you know uh make you or you know get you to do something that you're not really trying to do or you know it's just it's what you got in you just listen to yourself listen to your intuition mm-hmm. and um you know that's that's kind of what i learned from the whole destructor thing i, I don't ride for them anymore mm-hmm. um i just recently quit them yeah um, but you know it was a great opportunity but you know definitely it just didn't work out you know i ended up breaking my arm while i was riding for them and um you know it it was just a situation that could have been avoided, you know, yeah. on on a lot of on a lot of different levels. But you know, it was just some dishonesty, um, you know. And how how okay? So let's break that down. Yeah. Um, here on the war report, let's kind of unpack that. Yeah. So um, pretty much. So now, Destructo is like, all right, well, now we need Ryan D to do all these tricks, pretty much. 
Oh, uh, yeah. That's you know, pretty. That's kind of how it works. It's like, it, all right, well. It's not like they come to you with a list, you know, like, I got my own ideas, but, you know, they throw ideas and whatever at you, but, um, you know, uh, I. So, yeah, and you just break down the story of, you know, how it led to. Me breaking you, my you, arm. You, yeah, you breaking your arm. And, and how, how what, what time period are we talking about as far as, you know, from, you know. Barracks to all love to you know doing this was all in one year man this was the top of this this is before Barrick, COVID Bar- no nah, this is Dar- Barracks is right before Barracks is in January broke my arm in November of 2020 so this is all one year man it was like crazy year okay but um so uh basically with the whole my arm man I was skating with Destructo and everything was going good man everything was going great uh definitely hungry had tons of ideas and things I wanted to do to film and get my part out there I just really wanted to get a part together and get it out there because I knew I, I knew that if I got a part out there I can get somewhere with it because mm-hmm. you know I, I I just believe in myself you know so um we were out there filming or whatever and I had found this rail out in the streets that was you know this big ass handrail MacArthur Park and I had an idea for it mm-hmm. and uh, I told my my TM or film or whatever like hey yo let's I got this idea let's go hit this rug I want to hit this shit so he's like all right for sure so we pull up to the rail you know we go out there to the streets and mm-hmm. we get there we're setting up and this rail is a big ass rail it's a big deal for me personally like you're saying this is a rail if you fuck up on you could break your arm you know what I'm saying break your fucking leg your neck anything so yeah um you know it took me a minute to actually jump on the rail but as i'm like hesitating to jump on this other group of skaters pulls up and they start acting they're, they're about to start skating it with me and then uh, they ended up like saying no nah, we're not gonna skate it but they jump on it one time you know before we did because they saw like i was about to do it but i was just hesitating so they just hyped me up i ended up jumping on it didn't landed but i got to the bottom they hyped me up so one of them ended up being a filmer so he pulls out his camera and he's like yo i'm gonna film that so before we got there, my team tells me like, you know, hey, you know, this is when nobody's there. You know, he tells me, hey, you know, since it's only me and you, I'm going to set up a camera on a tripod, like kind of how you got right here. And then I'm going to take a photo of you actually doing it so we could get, you know, two, we can knock two birds out with one stone. You, you feel me? Yeah. And um, so I'm like, all right, for sure. You know, I trust him, you know, and um, uh as i'm as i'm trying to do it you know as i'm rolling up rolling up you know i'm obviously not doing it so he's got the camera rolling and then when these guys pull up you know as i jump on it uh tommy tell you know before i even jump on it uh, my tm tells me yo um if you if you get in the road if you get into the grind you don't land it and i get the photo we'll use the photo and then i'll pick up the camera and i'll film it so because in skateboarding you want to have the the camera in your hand, you know, the filming camera, because mm-hmm. it just makes it look better. You don't really want stagnant angles all the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, when the when the other dude showed up, and he pulled out his camera. I guess my TM just kind of like forgot he had a camera and just like started focusing on the photo. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I ended up landing it. You know, I did it in like three or four tries. I ended up landing. It. I roll away. It's all good. And I'm hyped, you know, as I roll away, I come back and then the group of kids that I don't know shows me like on their camera, like, yo, this is your clip. I'm like, bet, man. I'm like, please send that to me, man. They didn't send it? So give me a second. So so I was like, send that to me. It's like, for sure. So they got, we got our info. We exchanged info and everything like that. And then I walk over to my team. He's already got like his camera and everything packed up, you know, and I didn't ask to like see his, his angle of the clip. So we get everything ready. We dip, we go, we leave. Um, then later on that night, my team hits me up and was like, yo, bro, you know, I, I messed up the, fo- the photos out of focus. Cause he told me that was going to be like for a, a fucking poster or some shit or an ad, you know? Mm-hmm. And he ends up saying like, I'm going to just run it on Instagram. And I'm just like, all right, man, you know, that's cool. But you know, deep down I'm like, dude, that's not a fucking Instagram photo, bro. Like this is a huge ass where this could have been an ad. This could have been anything, mm-hmm. but he, you know, he didn't get the photo. So whatever. I'm like, he has the clip. That's all I really care about. He don't even got the clip. Three days later, he hits me up and he's like, he just says, yo, my angle won't work. Not, you know, and he doesn't really explain what happened. I'm like, what, what? I'm like, ah, oh, man, what you mean? What happened? He's like, hit the other dude up and see if you can get his angle. Never really tells me what happens happened and never really just was like yo i'm really sorry about that i'll make it right it was just like he fucked up and he pawned his problem off on me you know like he like made it my problem you know yeah. when it was he was paid to film me you know and paid to take a photo and he didn't get nothing 
Damn. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, uh, and he could have told me everything right there on the spot that he missed the, uh, the clip, you know, and we could have handled that right then and there. But it, instead, he just waited three days and, you know, it ended up leading to, you know, I hit the guy up who did film it. He doesn't answer, you know, and I say. Never answered again? He, he We ended up getting the clip, but it was months later. So, um, you know, it dude doesn't answer. My team hits him up. He doesn't answer. So, I t- you know, I say, you know, worst come to worst, you know, we go back. And months go by. One day, my team hits me up. And he's like, yo, you want to go back and get that? We go. We get there. And, you know, that's when I end up breaking my arm, man. So You did it? You broke your arm first try? No, nah, no. Nah, it was like a few tries in. But, you know, I broke my arm, man. And, you know, I fucking had to go to the hospital and all that shit. And then that's when my team, like, starts hitting the guy up and, like, telling him he broke his arm trying to go back and get that shit. And, mm-hmm. you know, and... Uh, they that's when they finally send the fucking footage. Yeah, so they finally send the clip. You know, not too long after that, but you know, at that point, it's f- fucking nah. I done broke my arm. You know, so yeah. like I'm out for six months. You know, already. Yeah, so. speak about that, and um, you know, uh, obviously you don't want to have to relive the process, but you know, just for the listener out there, somebody watching it, you know, like just like we're talking about a fall that your bone is out of the arm and. It's pretty gruesome and uh it was fucked up you, yeah you pretty much had to deal with that so you went into surgery kind of immediately or uh well they i went to the doctor and i had to wait a whole fucking night i had to stay overnight with a, my arm snapped in half still and then um the next day they finally fucking gave me, put me under and fixed my shit but it was fucking that was crazy it was 24 hours of my life man um excruciating pain dude like i was fucked up really fucked up don't ever break any bones and if you already have you already know what the fuck it is but yeah man so i had to have two fucking plates put two rods my radius and ulna both of them snapped in half and i have a screw in my scaphoid my wrist yeah do you deal with daily pain with that or uh it's just you know you can i feel it in there it's in there you know my arm ain't a hundred no more that bitch you know, it don't go straight as by straight as it go right there, but you know it, it worked. It's on there, so I'm gonna just deal with it and live with it. They say it's gonna be in there to the grave, so I'm gonna take it to the grave with me. You know, it's crazy, man. Yeah. So, um, what's it been like ever since that happened? You know, obviously, you know you got your cast off now. You yeah. know, you uh, you know, back um, to back to normal life pretty much now, but. When it all initially happened, it was really t- uh, difficult to deal with. You know, definitely dealt with depression and all of that, man. Because, you know, I just felt like I was so close to reaching my goals. And mm-hmm. it just, the only way I could really describe it is just being like a college player. And, like, you know, you, te- you tear your ACL right before the fucking draft or some shit, you know. And, yeah. You know, that's that's kind of, or the combine or some shit. And that's, that's kind of how I felt. But, um, you know, I had to really realized that you know i've accomplished a lot and i'm not saying i'm quitting or giving up but you know like don't just beat myself up or feel like i failed a lot of people still are inspired by you know my story and what i'm doing so yeah, and a lot of people don't even know about the they do know that you broke your arm but you know they don't know the whole story behind yeah, it. yeah yeah so um, and that what it came with and that, and that's another thing is like you know uh you know i was running the people who my team had talked to about me and he was telling everybody that you know it's just kind of a different side of the story you know and like what he was just he wasn't really taking ownership of he missed the clip he was just saying like you know this kid he wasn't sending the clip and you know in my in my honest opinion like i you know the dude could have sent me the clip but i didn't know that guy I had he had no obligations to send me anything you know mm-hmm. he was just a random kid who was there with a the camera and as far as i'm concerned like i wasn't dependent on him to get the clip i was yeah you felt like the tm should have got the clip yeah that that's who i was there with so that's who i was worried about i wasn't worried about if that kid he had the clip or not but once my tm finally admitted he missed everything that's when it became like a big deal you know and like he we had we had to depend on this kid now so um you know that you know how did, how did that change things for you, you think as far as you know your momentum and just kind of gaining back that confidence that even you being on the board like do you feel like yourself back out there yet or I'm definitely getting uh, closer to being myself but at first yeah. nah it was hard it wasn't fun you know it hurt uh i couldn't fucking do anything really it was really timid to skate and 
but you know it just took time just working myself back into all the things that i normally do in life and uh you know pretty much gained a lot of my confidence back i don't definitely i definitely don't want to go through that again so i picked my battles but um yeah i mean shit i just had to learn man i was just my learning curve Mm -hmm. you know um but you know it just it just kind of it just fucked up my trust for the TM because I just felt like, man, dog, if you couldn't, if, you know, you, you couldn't even just tell me you missed something like that and I ended up leading all of this. Ultimately, I jumped down and shit. You know, that's my fault. But, like, you should just, like, come on, dog, just tell me the truth, bro. Like, it could have been handled a lot differently. So that's that's kind of why I just felt like right, I need to step away from this and just focus on me. You know, mm-hmm. if, if this skate shit is meant to happen for me, you know, maybe it will. But, you know, I feel like I got a better chance doing all of shit. But, mm-hmm. um, you never know. You know, I still got a love and a passion for skating. Maybe, you know, I could somehow finesse a way into the industry. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll see, though. You know, only well, future, what type, time what type of, um, what type, say if everything goes right with that clip, what type of, you know, what was, what's the next step for, for you anyway? You know, like. You well, might have to identify what that is. Well, I mean, pretty much just focusing on all of, you know what I'm saying, just getting a 501c3 so I can get my tax exemption status and really start getting fi- uh, funding so I can continue mm-hmm. doing these events more frequently and then getting it to the point where, you know, I could turn into a career, be paying people, give people opportunities, you know, make a living off of it and just turn it into something that can be here forever, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what I'm trying to get to. Hopefully one day I can have a facility that's something like the barracks, not exactly like what they doing, mm-hmm. but um, have a skate park, have a logistics, be sending out stuff to people who need it in areas all over the country, all over the world, mm-hmm. have events all over the world. Yeah. Uh, you know, and just, just, just spread skateboarding, man. It's a huge thing. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up, man. Okay, now, as far as your individual career as a skater, like, you know, what do you think the next step it, for you in that lane is? You know what I mean? What, like... I know you were talking about putting out a, a tape or something like that. So yeah. speak on that a little bit. Yeah, man. I just uh, right now I'm just focusing on just you know trying to get a part together. I just want to put out a part. Um, if somebody listening out there doesn't know what a part is, what is a part? A part is basically just like a two or three minute video, four or five, whatever of you just skating, you skating street or whatever, you, whatever it is you skate. Um, and you know it's you pick the music you you go out and get the clips and it's basically like your album you know it's like your album that you put how out how long is it gonna be I can't tell you you know it's gonna you know however many clips I get but you know whenever it is done you know I definitely will be you know promoting that and putting that out mm-hmm. but you know I just really want to get one solid one more solid part for you know kind of like the off season you know what I'm saying one more solid part before I feel like I solidify myself out here you know as a skater as a skater you know and then you know continue from there maybe or you know continue to all over just keep doing both but um yeah just work on focus on a part really focus on something i could look back on okay all right man um well we we discussed a lot one thing i wanted to talk to you about was just like the city of los angeles and you being here the past five years like you were living out here when Nipsey uh, was gunned down. And, yeah, fucked up. Uh, you R. were R. out Nip. here when Kobe passed. So, like, fucked up. how do you uh, feel like the streets of L.A. has kind of changed in, in general? And has, has has it changed you at all um, since you moved out here? Yeah, for sure. I was definitely heavily inspired by Nipsey Hussle. And um, when he passed, it was really, you know, sad for the city because uh, he was definitely one of the strong black uh, figures in the country you know i'm not even gonna say the the, the state of california and, and in the world man like he really stood for something that a lot of black people don't understand and it's sad that he was taken from us you know so soon but at the same time him being taken from us really opened people's eyes to what he was doing and uh what's was capable was possible for us as black black people you know um to own and to uh, invest and to look into the future and find out what these things are that are going to, you know, make us build generational wealth and all these things that we haven't acquired over the last, you know, hundreds of years. Um, But definitely, you know, was drawn to his movement and, you know, he's a big part of, uh, not, he's not a part of all of it, but he was a big part of like, you know, why I started it. And, you know, listening to his music really gave me that mindset of like, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Kobe passed, man, it was just like, man. Where were you at? Do you remember the day Nipsey passed? Yeah, like, yeah. I was at work and I remember I just saw it on my phone. Like, you know, they had the video out and I was just like, damn, man. Like, 
I just I saw at first he was like he's in critical condition and I was like man I hope he don't pass and sure enough he did and uh yeah it was just sad man we went to the to his store right where he was killed the next day me and uh, my co-worker Caesar mm-hmm. and we was just out there and man the vibes was just all fucked up man everybody was real tense everybody was sad it was a lot of crying it was it was a bad time man but you know uh everybody really came together the city of Los Angeles South Central Los Angeles really came together and they you know show love for Nip, man. He was a he was a real one. And then the Kobe passing, I remember where I was at. I, I just left a church service when that shit happened. Yeah. In Atlanta and that was some fucked up shit too. Yeah, that was that was that was hard for the, the city and the world right there. Like everybody loved Kobe, man. But you know, that's that's just how the cookie crumbles, man. So you know, just cherish your time while you're here, man. It's, yeah, it's leave not a guaranteed. legacy. Leave a legacy. Yeah, you, that's here, that's that's what's important, man. What what you gonna leave when you're gone, man? You know what you really gonna leave behind. So, you know, be out there putting in work, man. Yeah, how do you feel like the city of Los Angeles has kind of changed your outlook on things coming from Houston? You feel like because uh, we've been talking about the people and kind of your experiences and all those uh, things. You know, it's just you just greater appreciation for value of things and um, you know. It's a marathon. You gotta have a mama mentality. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know different animal, same beast. Different animal, same beast, man. You gotta like, you gotta evolve. You gotta change. You gotta sacrifice. You gotta adapt. Um, and you know, being here makes you uh, sacrifice and adapt to a lot of things that you wouldn't normally be used to. But once you've done it and you've gotten used to it, you can pretty much conquer anything, man. You can you kind of figure out how to maneuver out here. And it's, mm-hmm. what's it like coming up in the city off? Los Angeles, like, what does it feel like, you know, because, uh, you know. It feels like you never got enough shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like you never got enough because it's always more and more and more. But, um, you know, you just got to know what you want out here, what you're coming out here for. And, um, you know, go after it, you know, and just stick with it and just, you know, ride it out. That's pretty much it, man. But it's a lot of distractions, a lot of, lot of, lot of shit to do, a lot of shit to get into, a lot of shit to stay away from. Um, but... Overall, you know, um, it just it makes you hungry. It make you hungry, or it can make you fucking crazy. Facts, man. Facts. Um, you have any other shout outs, man? Anything like that? I feel like we covered a lot. Um, we covered a lot of stuff that I I personally wanted to know and wanted to get into with you. Word, word. Um, do you have anything else to say or like your thesis statement to let people know how you coming this year? Because this is my first podcast of twenty twenty one. Like, I'm just happy to get into it and just interview somebody that's dope and has a dope story and a real appreciate one. that i appreciate and that the whole movement behind them a whole city behind them large family behind them like a lot of like you got a lot of genuine genuine support bro I appreciate and i don't that. want nobody to ever you know make it seem like you don't you know what i mean because you right there i appreciate and that. you right there with the individual bag and the foundation bag so i appreciate i want to just you know take this time out to salute you as Thank a real you. one and just you know you being able to just step out on your own too yeah. and just kind of go for yours you know and i think a lot of people out there are going to admire that and they're going to fuck with this interview and they're going to fuck with all love so if they want to if somebody out there had a um you know opportunity to you know help all love skateboards out maybe donate some money for some skateboards or some van sneakers for the kids like yeah, how man. could they reach out to you and what should they do uh well if you want to donate uh, money we have a GoFundMe uh it's all the skateboard foundation go ahead and look that up on GoFundMe it'll come right up right now we got a fifteen hundred dollar goal uh that fifteen hundred dollars will be used to buy everything we need to fund an event usually events cost about fifteen hundred dollars um and if you have any gear or merchandise that you would like to donate um you can send it to Bay Street Boards at three two one six Santa Monica Boulevard. That's in Santa Monica, California. Uh, we accept new or lightly lightly used shoes, um, new or lightly used skateboards, um, shirts that are new or well, mostly new and lightly used. But uh, we prefer new clothing, um, especially with the COVID and everything going on. But uh, shoes and um, boards, 100% will take anything you got. Um, yeah, man, look up, look us up on all of skateboards. Uh, dot com, or olive skate foundation dot com. That that's uh that's where you can go find out all the information. Who's a part of the team? How many events we've had? Um, yeah, man, we got everything out there. So so you can go find out what we're about. We got the whole package, man. So if you got any interest in it, just reach out to me. Uh, you can find me on the the Instagram. Hey, man, it's bigger than having a damn interest in it, man. We gotta give back, man. This is 
This is uh uh one one official. It's like an official grassroots movement going on right yeah, here. For they, sure. they don't you don't have an option to not give back to all love, bro. He's touching yeah. kids in South Central, giving them skateboards, and teaching them, giving them the game as far as skateboarding, getting them something positive to do. And it's not. It's all love. Like it's, it's positivity. Oh, no, up. You know what I'm saying? It's growth. It's, it's black excellence, man. So yes, keep sir. going now. Keep talking. Keep talking your your, your stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's all good. But um, yeah. Um, just go check us out. Every we got we got information out there everywhere, man. Um, so just check us out on Instagram website. Um, yeah, just you know, hit me up if you need any. If you need any information, just hit me up. You you can find what's your personal IG. My personal Instagram is where is Ryan D at where is Ryan D spelled just like that. Very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, DM me or you could DM all of skateboards. Um, yeah, man. If you got any 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 questions, hit me up, man. I would you know feel, I would love to answer any questions or anything you got to you got to ask or want to know about all of. I got the answer for you, man. Let me know. Alrighty, man. I think that 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 could sum up the, the our first interview of what 2021, man, for yes, the sir. War Report, man. Ryan D. Yes, sir. All the way by the way of Houston to Los Angeles. Hey, I appreciate you, hey, hey man. I'm thing, man. yeah, man. I'm out here. You, you know see what, what I'm doing, man? You yeah, know, I'm traveling yeah, coast sure. to coast doing this podcast shit. For sure, man. You've been in the it. game for what, like four or five years now. Yeah, man. We finally got merch, so the merch is coming. I got the Digi Scales on the way. Digi, Digi. I got the graphic tees on the way. Shout out to Ryan D for helping me with that. You know what I'm saying. And shout out to what's that guy's name on Slauson Javier shout out to Javier on Slauson and Javier and I ain't gonna give you the we can't give up the spot where you get the where you get the work man, from. Man, if we gave y'all the, the plug, man, y'all y'all, y'all run off with it, man. Y'all gonna be out here all week, yeah. all, every weekend trying to steal our shit, man. Yeah, Come hell no, nah. we can't get y'all the plug on where we got the shit. But nah, man, nah. but shout out to Ryan D for helping me with that, man. I've been in Los Angeles doing that. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at war underscore report underscore radio. I haven't posted nothing on my page for a, a minute, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's, it's officially time to come back with a. Yeah. I got a whole. I, I like to sit on content sometimes. Yeah, it's all good. It's, and get know, my it's shit together, good. and you know, get my merch right, and so Word. I like. I like how I'm moving. I'm confident. Ryan D's coming back with some a lot of a lot of flavor for the rest of 2021. Too much. Um, follow me on Twitter at War Report Radio Street Through. I might buy another Twitter page just to get um, my views up a little bit more. Like, <laughs> Nah, buy somebody page with like a hundred K followers. Sheesh. Something like that. But um yeah, man, we are signing out, man. Another episode in the books, man. Signing off, man. Peace. Later, dog. Take it easy.